Hello, welcome back to the Cultivate Z podcast. It is me, Riley, and today with me is Emily, and we just have a question. Do you like fireworks, or are you not a fireworks person? Em, what's your take on this? I like to watch fireworks. I don't know about setting them off, but I like to watch them. But also, they're so loud, it gives me, like, straight anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, they're pretty to watch if you just, like, go and you don't have to be near them. I also, like, feel like I just have PTSD with anything that has fire. Uh, Why don't you tell them why that is? Oh, gosh. Um, Okay, so a couple years ago, I was driving to work on Black Friday, and my car caught on fire while I was inside of it. And it was, like, the strangest thing. Like, the rear defrost just, like, shorted out, and all of a sudden there was a fire. And I was, like, passing a fire station when it happened. So I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, there's, like, a fire truck coming. I need to pull over. And I pull over, and I turn around, and the back of my car is just on fire. So now I just, you know, things that explode just doesn't sit well with me. (laughs) Yeah, that's reasonable. I love fireworks. I love watching fireworks from a distance, too. I'm I'm not a big, like let's set off this rocket at each other type person. I'm also worried about like me catching on fire or like my hair catching on fire. I don't know. We had those little like bee fireworks, you know, that you set off for like little kids and they like all over when you're in um, my grandpa, like it hit him in the arm. So then we always joke that my grandpa got stung by the bee firework, but I was terrified of it ever since. But I think they're beautiful. I'm excited. Um, we're asking this because the 4th of July is on Sunday, and it's going to be good, hopefully. We technically have a firework ban in Thurston County right now because we just had, like, 100-degree heat waves. <coughs> Pardon me. Of, like, it was, like, what, 111 degrees or something crazy for the first time ever. I don't think we've ever experienced that. So I don't know if they're going to be setting off fireworks but a girl can dream. Anyways, moving forward with today's topic. Anyway, I always say anyways, and then my husband says it's not anyways, it's anyway, so my apologies. Anyway, moving on with today's topic. Um, I just felt like people need to know that it's okay to not keep your pain a secret. It's actually good to not keep your pain a secret. And I think so often we get into this pattern of like holding things within us and we're like ashamed or guilty or um, embarrassed. So we don't want to tell other people the pain that we're walking through. Um, I know in my own life, that's something that I do frequently. Um, my like go-to is always isolation. It's always turning in and like holding everything in. But then over time, that explodes out onto people. And it hurts me in the process of trying to just not, bo- quote unquote, not bother anybody. Because ultimately, the only thing that that does is destroy my mindset. And then it bothers people more when I'm like attacking them because I'm sad or I'm upset, but I'm not willing to share that with anybody. So I feel like today we just need to talk about what that looks like to share your pain with people in your life and, um, the effects of not sharing your pain with people in your life. And I think we can both speak on this from experience of, um, you know, we've both walked through really hard things in our lives and it's, 
easy to turn inward and to look inward and to push things down so as to not irritate people or bother people or be a burden onto people. But um, realistically, I mean, we need to. We were created for community and we need to share those things with people. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm so guilty of that. Like, and I've experienced that a lot in the past, just like wanting to withdraw when you're going through things and not wanting to share that or step out. And like you said, it is really dangerous to do that because I think there's a lot of consequences that come with that. And I don't think we always see them right away either. Cause everybody always talks about like falling away. It just happens like so slowly, but like when we choose to just sit in our pain and we choose not to share it, we choose to just isolate and withdraw I think that too gives more opportunity for the enemy to just sit there and speak things to you that yeah. that are just lies. I think one thing too that when we talk about hiding your pain that's super important is like we have to learn to to push past that and push past that feeling of wanting to withdraw and isolate because that is like such like a slippery slope. Like you withdraw once and I feel like it's just you just want to do it all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I- I want to clarify, um, as we're speaking about this too, there's a difference between sharing your pain with trusted individuals at a given like appropriate time versus, um, wearing this like victim label and running out and telling everybody, like, I don't want you to think that what I'm saying is you need to go from holding everything into telling the world about all of your pain, um, there's value in friendships and mentors and going to people who are uh, more wise than you and who have lived more life than you and sharing, Hey, I'm struggling. Can you help me? Versus, um, I've had this and this and this happen. And therefore, um, I am this way and there's nothing else about it that can change. Like there's a difference between the victim mentality and, um, sharing your pain with people. So I want to encourage you, if you don't have a mentor or a friend that can hold you accountable, um, I recently just told Emily, hey, I'm struggling doing my Bible study. Can you hold me to that? And she was like, yeah, dude, heck yeah, I can. So there's, um, I know that's a smaller scale version of of what we're talking about, um, but I'm meaning like so often in today's society, things like oh, I'm depressed, or I have anxiety, or I'm an anxious person. Like, we kind of, um, we wear those labels, and we own them, and we walk like that's healthy, and that's okay, because everybody struggles, right? But the reality is, is that we were not designed and created to be stuck in those patterns, and, um, while they are like mental health issues, I think they're over glorified these days. And oftentimes people will say those things in an attempt to look for attention unknowingly, perhaps maybe they're just like, you know, I'm actually struggling and I'm trying to get people to pay attention to that, but there's a right way to go about it. And there's a wrong way to go about it. I have struggled with anxiety the majority of my lifetime and, um, like panic attacks, the whole nine, I I get it. I understand it, but I don't walk around on a daily basis anymore. I used to, but I don't walk around on a daily basis anymore saying things over myself. Like, Oh, I have anxiety. Like I am this way because there's freedom 
there's release from those things. You don't have to live your life in constant anxiety. But when we speak that over ourselves, it gives the enemy ground to take control of that area in our life and to um, make us believe that we just have anxiety. That's just who I am. It's not. Your identity is not found in your pain. Um, So I just wanted to clarify that. There's a difference between having valid feelings and sharing that with a trusted advisor or friend versus um, having this victim mindset of and, and labeling yourself and then going out and telling everybody and looking for the wrong kind of attention when what you need is a friend to help you through the pain. Yeah, that's good. Words have so much power and I don't think that we always realize that until you're like in it and you're like, wait, where did I even start thinking this about myself? And one of the most dangerous parts of not sharing your pain is that you start to isolate and withdraw. And I don't know about you, but when I start to withdraw, I start hearing a lot less of the godly voices in my life and start allowing the enemy to speak into my life a lot more and to have that voice in my life. And slowly we just start to withdraw from our relationship with Jesus, which just puts us in an even worse place. And then when we're in even more pain, and it's just this bad cycle, and we we have to choose to be uncomfortable when we want to hide. We have to step out and say, God, even when I want to hide, I'll be obedient to you, and I'll allow that light into my life and not allow the isolation to take over. Yeah, and I think that so frequently, like, when we get comfortable in our faith or in our life or our routines that's where the enemy comes in and is like perfect I got them right where I want them because now that they're just comfortable I can pull them farther and farther away and the things that seem important or have seemed important in the past will start to fade away and it is slow but it's sure like the the devil is smart he's tricky he knows what he's doing It's not um, like a new game to him. And he knows how to mess with us individually and um, collectively. So we have to be really careful to not get comfortable in our relationship with Christ, to not get overly comfortable in our routines um, of even just everyday life. Like you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and to do the hard things and to work on self-discipline because otherwise you're going to be dragged back so far and then you're not even going to realize and maybe you've pushed everyone away at that point maybe by the time you realize oh crap like I'm heading more towards um, the enemy and more towards death and less towards life in Christ and now I have nobody because I wouldn't talk to them I took everything out on them I took the pain I was feeling and I um, put it outwards and now that I've isolated I have nobody And friends, that's where the devil wants you. He wants you alone. He wants you away from God. And we cannot let that happen. So lean into your community. Press in um, to your family. If you have a spouse, um, I would encourage you to communicate frequently, even about the hard stuff. Um, I know it's it's a challenge sometimes, but even if you're single, find your best friend, like your, your BFF, and share life with them. Share all the pain. Share all the hurts. Like, we don't always pay attention to... Um, 
the value of actually sitting down and just having a conversation and being real with our friends. I think everybody wants that, right? Everybody wants to have real relationships and we want to be super close with everybody. But if we keep everything at a superficial level and, oh no, I'm okay, uh, we're never going to actually get those close relationships. We're never going to be able to partner with people uh, the way that we were designed to. Also, ask your friends how they're doing. Like, check in with people. Because so often we want, like, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, I know something's wrong with my friend, but why aren't they telling me? Do they, like, not want to share this with me? And then it's more of, like, a what's wrong with me problem versus me not being a good friend and just saying, hey, are you okay? Like, do you want to talk? So I would encourage you um, to, as much as you have to get uncomfortable for yourself and push yourself forward to share with people, ask people how they're doing. Get a little bit uncomfy in your friendships because that's how you grow. So if you're sitting there and I can tell something's off with Emily, why would I not just say something? Why would I just expect her to share with me? And not friends aren't going to share everything with you. That's fine. It's That's not something that like I need to know every detail of every thought she's had every single moment of the day. But as a really close best friend, I mean, Emily and I have been friends for like over 10 years at this point. So I can tell when something's off with her. And as a friend... I would not be a good friend if I just let that happen and then got all like pouty when she didn't come running to me, (laughs) like get over yourself and ask your friend how they're doing. Yeah. I think that's so important to ask other people how they're doing too, because I feel like a lot of times we get in this mindset where we think, oh no, I can't go and like tell them what's going on because they're like doing really good right now and they're going to like judge me for doing bad. Your friend shouldn't judge you. But we just get in this mindset like for some reason we're like no we can't tell them and then you end up like talking to your friend like Riley and I just had a conversation like last week and I was telling her what's been going on in my life and we were like going through some of the like the same thought processes and I think it's just like the enemy is trying to distract you and tell you no you shouldn't go reach out but it's like your friends are there for you yeah and that's a good point because you don't ever know unless you talk about it. Like I had no idea you had been having those same like ideas and thought processes. And I thought I was alone in that. Granted, I did go to a mentor and like I was sharing those things with my spouse. So like I wasn't keeping it inward. And I know you said the same, like you weren't, you know, internalizing everything. But had we not had that conversation where we just got real and we're like, hey, how have you actually been? I could have assumed you were perfectly fine. And same for me. Um, But now knowing that we have a shared experience, we have shared ideas, so we can then partner and work together better. I'm all about that idea because ultimately we were created as a whole body of Christ and God put people on the earth with different things, um, different passions, talents, giftings, whatever. And not every person is the same, but we can mesh really well if we get over ourselves and if we press into our community. So the takeaway from today is find people that you know you can talk to, get uncomfortable in your faith and in your routine and share your pain with people. Um, and don't, don't hold on to the victim card so much. Um, let's be 
a generation of people, young people especially, who know how to um, work through the pain that they've been feeling, but not um, create this persona of that is who I am. You are a child of God. You are worthy. You are loved. And there's freedom in him. Um, So I just want to encourage you, if you're struggling, let someone in on that. Ask your friends how they're doing. And you're not alone. Everybody Everybody goes through something. And everybody struggles. Yeah, that was so good, Riley. Well, hey, guys, thanks for joining our conversation today. We love you guys. We hope you have a good week. Um, We're going to be taking a little bit of a break here. So we will be posting our next episode on July 23rd. Um, So you guys can check back then. Have a good week.